0: Oh, there's never anything on this time of night. It's You didn't know? It's me. It's me. It's that do the road dog, Jesse James. And you're listening on the SNS Radio Network. And if you ain't down with that, I got two words for you. Suck it. Hey, this is that out, Billy Gunn. My name is Armando Alejandro Estrada. <laughs> hey, this is Roto Animal. <laughs> rush. Yo, monkeys, it's me, p the king of all the of the master of the diamond cutter, the three-time, three-time, three-time world champion. And you, or you monkeys, stay tuned or you will feel. Bang, I am the genius, full of glory and renown, Lanny Popper. Well, what's up all you stars and
1: stars? This is Mariette.
0: Since Heartbreak Kid, Shawn Michaels, Mister Hall of Fame, 2011 on SNS Radio Network. See ya, and I wouldn't want to be ya. Turn it The world is
2: listening. The following program is closed captioned for the thinking impaired.
3: This is your last chance. After this, there is no turning back. You take the blue pill. The story ends. You wake up in your bed and believe whatever you want. You take the red pill. You stay in Wonderland.
4: And I show you how deep the rabbit hole goes. Are now jacked
0: in to the virtual matrix please stand by for all the latest in professional wrestling video gaming movies and entertainment with chris kelly of headlocks to headlines.com and the latest in video gaming with the sensational sequel what yes he's back and here is your host The Force is strong with you. Henceforth, you shall be known as... Mr... Money on the mic. J.J. Sexy. Remember, all I'm offering is the truth. Dead man walking. You've done it now.
5: You know, I'm not going to do what everybody here thinks that I'm going to do and go on this massive rant because I'm not happy. You know, I got so much going on right now in my life. You know, personal, professional. You know, I am extremely, I'm going to be real blunt and honest with all of you. I am... Literally stressed the fuck out on many different levels. It's not one thing. It's a whole culmination of things. You know, if you took a lump of coal right now and shoved it up my ass, I guarantee you, within about a minute, you'd have a fucking diamond. I'm a fucking powder keg. I'm a pipe bomb. I'm ready to fucking explode. If it's not one thing, it seems like it's another. Now, most of you are wondering, why are we starting the show an hour later than normal? Well, there is a good reason for that, boys and girls, because I did not know if I was going to be back in time to do the show at 8.30, simply because last night I lost the brakes on my car. So I had to go out tonight and take the car to my mechanic And I'm hoping, fingers crossed, that my brakes will be repaired and I will have my car back before the weekend is over. Probably not going to happen. It's wishful thinking on my part, but we'll see. Put that with the fact that I still haven't received my copy of WWE 12 and I won't because I'm going to end up going to buy mine on Tuesday at midnight. Pretty sure that's the way that's going to happen. I am on the list, so I am scheduled to get one when it's going to happen i don't know and there's just a multitude of other things so it just it just compounds it is what it is but i'm not really going to delve into my problems that's not why you guys are here you know obviously i'm supposed to provide you a little bit of entertainment so let's let's get entertained i mean we're going to talk about smackdown it's obviously the go home show for the survivor series which is happening this sunday we'll be covering it live right here at the sns radio network on sunday night showdown so make sure you do tune in for that. Be myself, Harmony Boom Boom, Sexay, of course, the Trey Dog, and uh, the great white Mark the Shark Carlo. We're also going to talk news of the week with a fucking foreign kid. I think he's back for the first time in like a month, month and a half. I don't know how long it's been since Crowley was last on this broadcast, but he's going to be breaking down the biggest news stories of the week, and uh, we're going to be talking about those An hour number two. We're going to be talking with the sensational Sean sensational sequel, if you will, uh, about some gaming, uh, gaming news, movie news, whatever Sean wants to talk about. And we'll be taking your phone calls and emails. So that being said, let's not waste any more time and let's go ahead and delve into what happened tonight on SmackDown on the sci-fi channel. You know, I really enjoyed how we opened SmackDown tonight. We see a backstage beating of Daniel Bryan by, of course, the world heavyweight champion Mark Henry. Uh, takes him to the ring and proceeds to hit him with a big splash and then two of the world's strongest slams. Referees come out, try to break it up, but Mark Henry proves his point. You know, Daniel Bryan has disrespected him, and he was basically sending a message to the big show that this is going to be his fate on Sunday at the Survivor Series. Good opening segment. It really, to me, it kind of drew me in and uh, they've done a fantastic job with making Mark Henry uh, a bonafide badass on the WWE roster. Uh, we start off with our first match, Sin Cara taking on Dolph Ziggler. Of course, Dolph was accompanied to the ring by his uh, manager, his business associate, Vicky Guerrero. I was a little worried going into this match because, you know, we, we know Sinbacha has the, you know, <laughs> has the ability at any given time to completely take a match and derail it. But I, you know what? I, I was actually proud of both Dolph Ziggler and Sincar. I thought they put on a very good match. Uh, but in the end, Dolph Ziggler gets the win. And after that, we see, uh, Sincar get double teamed, of course, by, uh, Swagger and Dolph Ziggler until Mason Ryan comes out and makes the save and basically clears the ring of both Jack Swagger and Dolph Ziggler which leads us to our next match Jack Swagger versus Mason Ryan um, straight up squash match Mason Ryan is looking like a million bucks I know there's uh, and hopefully Crowley will cover this later there's a story that's been circulating that there are some agents in the Raw roster and the locker room that are against a push for Mason Ryan. i got to say, I think the guy's got the look. I think he's gotten better in the ring. He's still a little green. He needs a little work, but I think he's getting better. I'm seeing improvement. And uh, last I checked, Chris Masters isn't, you know, bitching about him using the full Nelson anymore. So I don't know. We'll see what happens. But I think Mason Ryan and Dolph Ziggler both are two guys that the next year or two are going to break uh, major barriers and possibly jump into that main event scene, but that's, you know, that's just me. You know, Mason Ryan might actually be the first British heavyweight champion. I'm starting to think he's got a better chance than Wade Barrett. Mark my words on that one. Um, we have a backstage segment where Justin Gabriel's talking with Alicia Fox, uh, and then woo-woo-woo, you know it, Zack Ryder comes up and asks for them to sign his petition so they can get a title match against Dolph Ziggler. They agree, the big show walks in and uh, does the woo-woo-woo, you know it. And, uh, of course, Zach informs him that Mark Henry attacked Daniel Bryan and that he was sending a message to the Big Show. Big Show asks, where is Mark Henry now? And they said they don't know, but they know Daniel Bryan is in the trainer's room. So Big Show says he's going to go find Mark Henry. Um, we have another backstage segment where Ted DiBiase is playing uh, the new WWE 12 video game along with Hornswoggle when old Head himself, Teddy Long, comes in and says that he's been impressed with the way Ted DiBiase has been handling himself over the past few weeks, and he likes the DiBiase Posse, uh, <laughs> which I think is a ridiculous name, but that's just me. Uh, Ted goes on to talk about the DiBiase Posse until Iksana comes in the room and we hear that lame, stupid seduction music in the background. Uh, to which Teddy Long basically sets up a match for Ted DiBiase, and uh, Teddy basically is trying to play things off with Oksana, so that he doesn't have another heart attack because you know he's obviously getting a little excited. Typical Teddy Long Oksana stuff. Does anybody else kind of getting tired of it? It's really the same thing every week. Um, we hear the the familiar music for Christian. He comes out to the stage and talks about how he was recently attacked by the Big Show and that Teddy Long didn't take his health into consideration and booked him in a match with Sheamus. He didn't run away from Sheamus, because in the end, he's a man. He fought Sheamus all over Europe and injured himself while doing so. He shows a picture of his ankle on the Titantron. says he's going to be gone for a while. He may never recover from this, but he will support his team because he inspires people. He says, Teddy Long wronged him, and there will be consequences, and the fans make him sick and ashamed. So, pretty good segment. Good mic work by Christian. Next up, we have uh, the match I spoke of a few minutes ago. Ted DiBiase taking on NXT rookie Derek Bateman, along with his fiance, Maxine. See, I don't know much about these two, because I don't watch NXT. I stopped watching after season two. So... I don't know what's going on with this NXT Redemption, and I don't really care. That is the the show I just don't care to watch. Anyway, we have a quick little match by Ted DiBiase and Derek Bateman. Uh, Ted's looking good. I mean, I think that they're really starting to do something with him. They're giving him a babyface push, obviously, trying to make him a fan favorite. And the match he had with Derek Bateman was good, but in the end he wins, of course, with Dream Street. Uh, I know that the announcers were saying... That Derek Bateman is probably going to be a blue chipper, so uh, keep that in mind. I think that they might have big things for him in the future. Next, we have Big Show coming down to the ring saying it's too bad that Mark Henry has left the building because they could have had their Survivor Series match right here tonight on SmackDown. He says he's going to take the World Heavyweight Championship from Mark Henry, and they keep talking about the footage. He says the footage is to remind him of his goal to take away his most prized possession. And he's going to be the one walking out of Survivor Series. And then he takes a couple punches at the camera to basically show what Mark Henry has to look forward to at Survivor Series. So an interesting little segment. Big Show was pretty much Kung Fu fighting there for a few minutes there. Our next match, we have a Kofi Kingston taking on the former Sin Cara Negro. That's right, I'm talking about Conan. I mean, I'm sorry, Hunico. I couldn't really tell much of a difference. Um, pretty good match here. I thought that uh, Kofi and Hunico worked well together. I'm still kind of sick of some of Kofi's setup moves. His stupid jump 20 feet in the air clothesline kind of bothers me. Never been a big fan of that. Uh, but in the end, Kofi Kingston gets the win with the Trouble in Paradise. Next up, we have a match, Beth Phoenix and Natalia versus AJ and Caitlyn. And uh, the match happened. It wasn't great. It wasn't spectacular. The finish came when Natalia applied the sharpshooter to AJ. Now, I went back and rewound this after the match because I saw something very interesting in this match. Uh, the sharpshooter at the very end, when Natalya goes all the way back for the submission, her shoulders are on the mat wouldn't that be considered a pinfall by aj even though she tapped out natalia's shoulders were in fact on the mat just a little interesting call i thought i'd bring up so beth phoenix and natalia get the win courtesy of a submission by natalia um, our main event i believe cuz we did see a uh, a flashback of what happened on Monday's Raw between The Rock and John Cena and, of course, Miz and R-Truth. Our main event was Randy Orton and Sheamus taking on the team of Wade Barrett and Cody Rhodes. Uh, really good match. Obviously, this is setting up for their Survivor Series 5-on-5 Classic that's going to take place this Sunday. Um, winners by disqualification were Randy Orton and Sheamus. Um, so, very good match. The reason there was a disqualification was because Christian comes down and interferes with a crutch, causing the disqualification. Um, but Shelton, uh, well, Shelton, Seamus, excuse me, I came to talk tonight. Seamus uh, basically hits his Celtic cross to Cody Rhodes. And, uh, of course, Orton and Seamus celebrate in the turnbuckles as the show fades to black. Really good go-home episode of SmackDown going into Survivor Series. I'm going to grade this one very high. I really enjoyed the opening segment especially. I thought they really they really proved the point that Mark Henry is, you know, trying to dismantle people. You know, anyone who's a threat to him, he takes them out and Daniel Bryan has disrespected him over the course of the last month or so. So, I thought that was very well done. Uh the 5 on 5 I thought was very well presented tonight. In the, uh, in the tag team main event match. So I'm going to go ahead and, uh, I'm going to give this an A, an A minus. I really enjoyed the show. You know, beautiful RKO by Randy Orton on Wade Barrett. And then of course following it up with the Celtic cross to Cody Rhodes by Sheamus. Doesn't get much better than that, folks. So A minus for me. And that is your SmackDown review. So that being said, uh, Now is the time if Crelly will actually dial up the number and call in. We're going to talk news of the week with the fucking foreign kid. The thing that's going to be funny is that I haven't heard his voice in, I don't know, a month. So it's going to be foreign to me. You know, I'm still wondering if he wants his job around here. I don't know what's going on with that kid. So, Crelly, the cue to call is now. As we await the arrival of the fucking foreign kid. You're killing me, dude. I guess while I'm waiting on Crowley to call, is anybody excited about Survivor Series on Sunday? Because I... I'm going to get it, obviously. I just don't know that I'm excited. I mean, granted, they've really built Survivor Series on the fact that The Rock is coming back. And he's teaming with John Cena for one night only. Aside from that, I really don't have a lot of anticipation. I mean... I think the breakout match of the night is gonna be, uh, Ziggler and Morrison if it goes one-on-one. There's, there's still the possibility that they're gonna make it a triple threat and add Ryder into the mix. I'm just, I'm not overly excited about the Survivor Series pay-per-view. But let's go to the phone lines. Welcome to Unplugged. I believe we have, uh, ladies and gentlemen from headlocks2headlines.com. The world traveler that is Chris Kelly. Dude, what's going on?
1: Well, you know, I haven't been here what, for a month now. I mean, I, I've had illness. I've had trips to London. I've My internet is broken. But I am finally back. It just seems like every Friday I have a problem with my internet. Every other day it's fine. Friday it just dies.
5: I was so, beginning to think you left for greener pastures, man.
1: I can't think... I mean, no, I don't have it I mean, I've got work, if that counts. But that, 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 that is a good segue. You bring up the green and Mason Ryan earlier. Apparently, people are against him getting a push because apparently he's, he is too green to be getting this big of a push. And I do see it, but I don't. I mean, he's a big dude, and he doesn't have to wrestle. But you don't want him to be that green that can hurt someone. I mean... Did you see how high he threw Dolcey Good tonight? That was a good 10 foot in the air. That's dangerous shit. I mean, I do see what they're saying. I mean, just go to the downs for a bit of time down to SCW to get, to get him ready. Because if given the right time, he could be a big star on the roster.
5: Keep this in mind, Crowley. The higher the fall, the more control you have coming down.
1: Yeah, I know, but I mean... Right now, Mason just needs time. He just needs time to be built up. Personally, I, I, personally, I don't like him, but that's because when I went down to Florida, right, I was, I was outside the arena, and and he goes to me, "Oh yeah, I I got him." Oh yeah, can I can I get a photo, please? He goes, "Yeah, I'll, I'll be back." The fucking never came back. So that's my heat with, with, with Mason Ryan. So blue
5: hoo, suck it up, Buttercup.
1: No, that's my heat. Um. Now, we we talking about John Morrison and the fact that, he, that he's apparently leaving uh, next month. Well, apparently, this is true t- because it was announced on the Wrestle, Wrestle Reunion website that he had been in talks with the uh, company about going into that, uh, the event. But due to, uh, due to uh, quote, acting like a diva, he would not be appearing. So it does look like John Morrison will be leaving next month from the WWE.
5: And your homework assignment, Crelly, is to book us John Morrison.
1: Okay, I, I can give it a try. I mean, it, it depends because some people don't actually post booking details. I mean, it's quite hard to get booking details about some wrestlers, but I'll give it a try. Um, uh, over on Twitter, Godos has been asking the fans to tweet their weed to ask him to uh, ask them to book himself versus Cody Rhodes at WrestleMania for the ICY belt. Only problem is, isn't he on board And Cody doesn't down? That
5: doesn't matter. I mean they they faded the lines between the brand split it doesn't matter. You know, you've got with the Raw Super Show and the SmackDown Super Show, you literally have both of the brands intermingling. So, regardless of the fact that Gold Dust might be on Raw, they can build an angle between the two. I heard that they were going to be building an angle between uh Booker T yeah. and and Cody and Cody Rhodes. So, I mean, you could you could honestly take that feud and insert gold dust into it, considering that those two are former tag team partners, uh, tag team champions together. So, I mean, if you look at it from that perspective, uh, maybe have Cody Rhodes injure Booker T and, you know, then have the, the war between the brothers at, at WrestleMania. I, I think that would work. I think the perfect time to put that feud into effect is like the Royal Rumble, to have a big match between Booker and Cody. At the Royal Rumble for the Intercontinental Championship. That, if it were me booking it, that's what I would do.
1: Yeah, and, you know, they did, uh, tease it, was not it, last year? They had, uh, Godos and, uh, Cody Rhodes staring down each other? Yes. So that, that needs to happen. And of course, Godos will put over, um, Cody. Uh, what else do we have? Because, I mean, uh,
5: hold on a second. I think, I think that they've done a fantastic job with Cody. Now that he's gotten rid of the mask and, uh, you know, he seems more confident in his abilities. And uh, to me, I mean, Cody looks like a million bucks. I never thought that Cody was going to be as good as he is now. But I, I think, you know, give this guy another year and he's going to be gold.
1: Well, yeah, I mean, if you look back to when he debuted, wouldn't it like 08, when he debuted as part of Legacy or 09? I didn't think he would be a star. But he, he proved us wrong. And he will be a future world champion one day. So, for, for him, Um Apparently, there's been a lot of talk backstage regarding the return of The Undertaker. Uh, If you've noticed, they've been bringing him him up quite a lot. And there's even an article over on .com about where is he. So they want him to come back to Mania, but this is not confirmed because, of course, they don't want him to get injured. So do you think think we will see Taker at this year's Mania, or will he miss a year? I think he should miss
5: a year. I think he needs more time. I think he needs to to recuperate, but I think WrestleMania... This year, WrestleMania 28 coming up. I don't think that they need to have a taker match because you've got Rock John Cena, you know, and you've got other potential matches that could be big. Um, Austin and Punk. Austin and Punk, I don't think that's going to happen. I, I think it's going to be Punk and somebody else. I mean... Jericho? It's possible, but he's, he's telling people, well... <laughs> he's telling people he'll never wrestle for the WWE again, which a lot of the guys are finding funny because... He may not wrestle for them again, but he might come back and entertain because, you know, they're not wrestlers anymore. Remember, they're entertainers. Yep. So I think there's been a lot of hoopla on the Internet over that. I would personally like to see Jericho and Punk at a WrestleMania. I think it'd be great. But uh, yeah. I mean, right now, you know that they're trying to figure out what they're going to do with that. I would I, I'll be real honest. I would love to see Shaq versus Big Show as well. But I don't know if that's ever going to happen.
1: Oh, and once well, again, that's that, that a great segue. Um, there are talks about bringing in quite a few NBA stars with the whole lock thing, the lockup not happening, or whatever. So, and they want to bring in a few stars to feud, including Shaq and LeBron. I mean, for me personally, that would do nothing, but I'm guessing in America that would go over big to, to have a few NBA guys uh, on TV.
5: Well, you so, know, I say Shaq because he's, he's a huge wrestling fan. And, you know, he and the big show, there's not a lot of size difference between the two of them. I think an interaction, a program between the two of them would be awesome. Yes. You know, especially at a WrestleMania, especially like this one in Florida that's supposed to be like the biggest WrestleMania ever. I think it could be huge.
1: Yeah. And also because of of how stacked the card is, even even if that match bombs, they still got a pretty damn decent card to fall back on. Uh, Well, apparently um, a lot of people backstage are getting kind of annoyed about how much WWE are pushing Twitter. I mean, to a point where there's talk about Vincent Mann getting a Twitter account. I mean, Vincent Mann going anywhere near Twitter would be funny as hell. But I do agree. See, I
5: I wish I had a copy of WWE 12 so that I could pop it in and see if when the guys come down to the ring, if their Twitter account comes on the screen as well. Maybe that'll be oh, safer. Maybe that's next year's game. You know, when WWE 13 hits, maybe we'll actually have the Twitter addresses of the superstars as they walk down to the ring. Cause then it would be authentic and lifelike, just like the real thing.
1: It's true. So my, uh, my actual copy of WWE no, w- 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 12 was shipped today and it's not due out until m- next week. So I'm happy, but unfortunately it's not here in England. It's not out until Friday. So I'm pissed. I'm no, hoping I, I hope I get it you. early.
5: I hear you. Well, I, I was thinking I was getting it early, but you know, it didn't happen. Um, like I said, regardless, I'm gonna have my copy on Tuesday. So,
1: uh, what else do we have um, now? I know, I know, I posted this on Facebook and people get giving me heat for it, but um, it beam for Key uh, announced that she's in talks with, 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 with WWE about a return to the company. And I know I got heat saying that that, that she needs to go train. She 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 said that she would happily go down to fcw or go to some or spend a year in the indie scenes to learn how to be a wrestler like even more than a year so unlike some divas she's willing to she's willing to learn to wrestle and not just lay back on being good looking so to her i wish her the best um apparently michael tara was backstage at tna this past weekend um not quite sure why but do you think michael tara could have a decent role within tna
5: I don't know, man. It's possible. I think you know. I don't know what they would do with him over on the TNA roster. Now yeah, that they I mean, now that they have OVW, I, I really don't know what they do with it. And you know, I enjoyed talking with Michael Tarver when he was on this program not too long ago. But I'm hearing a lot of things that he's got heat with people all over the place.
1: Yeah, I mean, but like, the, but then you look at looking on the flip side, like he's getting quite a bit of praise from guys like Sean Woodman. So it looks like like it, he, he, he's kind of like the, uh, the Young Bucks. You either like him or you hate him. No, no, no him. He's
5: a lot like Sean Waltman because he's getting that X-Pac heat.
2: <laughs>
5: now, yeah, was, pretty I mean, much. I mean, it was a good segue. I mean, you talk about Waltman, and he, he's a lot like him because people just seem to not like Michael Tarver.
1: Yeah, pretty much. Now, you, you bring up OVW and TNA, and apparently uh, OVW... Is the reason that Jesse Neal will be leaving TNA? He was asked to go down to OVW, and was like, "No." So Jesse Neal is on his way out of TNA, and that kind of screws over Moore and his girlfriend, who's just on the contract.
5: Well, does anybody else find it funny that Jesse Neal is a graduate of the uh, the Dudley Boys? You know, the Team 3D Wrestling Academy. He graduated from their facility. So he's not good enough now that they have a deal with OVW. They want to send him down to OVW to learn how to wrestle, even though he was trained by Bubba and Devon. Man. Wow. Yeah, but
1: at least down in OVW you you, you learn to wrestle, not just, not just get tables.
5: But I'm just saying, if it was good enough for them to have him on the roster when he was trained by those guys, then why all of a sudden is it now that he's got to go make a run in OVW to learn how to work. I mean, that's kind of insulting. You know what I'm saying? Yep. I, mean, I mean, you went somewhere. You've been on TV for the last two years. And now they're like, oh, well, you suck, kid. You can't wrestle. Go to OVW and learn how to do your job. I mean, what a, what a great way to slap one of your employees in the face. I mean, it's, it's bad enough the guy was collecting food stamps. Next week, Jesse they'll be living on the fucking street somewhere.
1: Oh, well, to be fair, I mean... He, like, like, like him could live on the indie scene. Like, yes, he's not a big name, but he's been in TNA for two years. As you said, Jesse so Neal is not
5: a big enough name to live on the indie scene. I
6: mean, mean seriously, no.
5: if if look any indie promotion around there, if they're gonna, if they know who Jesse Neal is and they're paying top dollar for Jesse Neal, I'd like to know why. I mean, no offense to Jesse, I don't have a problem with him. He's got a, you know, he's got a an okay look, you know. Part of Ink Ink was okay. But really, what has he done in this business other than be a part of TNA's sappy, you know, uh, patriotic things every time uh, Memorial Day comes around or Veterans Day or they're talking about 9-11? I mean, really, that's the only time Jesse Neal is ever utilized to any degree because of his role in the USS Cole. I mean, he's not known for his wrestling ability. He's just that guy that everybody knows is on food stamps who works at TNA. And you're going to tell me that the indie companies are going to pay top dollar for him? No, they're not.
1: Well, Absolutely I mean, not. I mean, I don't mean to agree am like Benjamin Charlie Haas, but I don't see him going to go start starring. Some Somewhere, some indie wrestler, uh, company will book him, like once or twice a week. So maybe he'll break even compared to TNA where he, where he was on food stamp.
5: Latino718 says, Careful, JJ, Jesse, M- Jesse Nail might hear this. And call in to rant on you. Let him. You think I'm scared of Jesse Neal? I'm fucking telling it like it is.
1: Um, do you have any more news articles? Because I'm kind of out of it. That's all you got? You got nothing going into Survivor Series? No, not, not really. Like, there's no really, like, spoilers about results apart from the fact that Cena and Rock won't be for, won't be for the, uh, the WWE Toll. That's it. Oh, and the fact that Joe Mo's getting a Toll shot, that's it. The what? That Jomo getting a total shot. That's it. That's all the news for this week. Well, I guess that's all the news for the week, then. I don't have anything. Oh, and the apparently there's a CM Punk DVD being released in 2012.
5: Well, that's be interesting.
1: Cool. That will be interesting, Pardon? actually. That, that, yeah. that will be interesting to see a, uh,
5: a DVD. Oh, oh, I do have some news. Um, obviously, cool. you know, WWE 12 hits Tuesday. And they announced the final DLC, Legends, uh, coming out in January, the Macho Man Randy Savage will be Ooh, yeah. in WW12. And the character model is great. I believe that is the outfit he wore at uh, WrestleMania 7 in his match against the Ultimate Warrior. Complete with the tasseled jacket, looks fantastic. That is the best-looking Macho Man I have ever seen in a video game. And, you know, bar none, if I wasn't interested in this game before, I'm definitely interested in getting this game just so I can get the DLC in January and play as the Macho Man Randy Savage.
1: And also don't forget Mick Foley there as well. Yeah, Mick Foley.
5: Big surprise there. You know, he was just in TNA, what, six months ago? And now all of a sudden he's back with the WWE. He's in the new WWE 12 video game. I mean, it's kind of interesting.
1: But it was bizarre because it, because, like, literally just after he left TNA, he tweeted, you can now beat me up in WWE 12. So how quickly did THU react to him getting released to sign him?
5: Well, they probably had him on some kind of a Legends deal the minute he walked out. I mean, they knew he was leaving the company. So it's no surprise that that happened. Hmm.
1: Well, yeah, it, speak, speaking of Foley, of course, last week I got to meet him. And that dude is funny as heck. If you ever get a chance to go see one of his shows, do it. Hear some funny ass stories.
5: And I bet, you, I bet you didn't say the gigolo says hi, did you?
1: No, because you literally... You bastard. No, just to be fair, right? we had like... Because he, like, he sold out his show so quickly, they had to put a never show one afterwards. So literally, they had to rush for the meet and greet, rush for the show, and then get to the second show. But it was literally... He was that much of a sell. Like, it was crazy. He did tell a funny story about um, Jimmy Snooker, the the, uh, the Superfly, when uh, when the Superfly was in, AW, in AWA, and who's the guy that runs AWA? Or no, sorry, who ran it? would not it Greg or Vern? Vern? Who's the guy that run, ran and AWA? It was Vern Gagne. Yeah, they, like, make, make a story about how Vern Gagne w- was a uh, w- was talking to his son. And his son goes, Dad, I think the superfly is fucked up. And the, and, the, and, the, and the superfly, I've heard this. So he walks in and goes, you think the superfly is fucked up? You think the superfly is fucked up? He then proceeds to walk away to the nearest bathroom. And, 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 all, and, and all you could hear was, okay, that's gonna be cutting sounds. He then walks out and goes, "Now, Superfly, is fucked up." So that 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 there was a, a cocaine story involving uh, Superfly that was told by Mick Foley. Oh, well, there you go. Yeah, that's my news done for this week. And uh, what's next? Break or what? We're
5: gonna take a break. Uh, we're gonna have a shortened show tonight. So when we come back, we're gonna be talking with the sensational sequel, of Sean about some video gaming and obviously possibly even some movie news. Find out what's going on in his world these days. So with that said, we're going to take our break. We'll be right back with more Unplugged right after this. So stay tuned, guys.
1: What's up? This is Lauren Mayhew and you are listening to JJ Sex Day on SNS Network.
5: Once again, triple dot Headlocks to Headlines.com.
0: The beast has been unleashed! He was a six-time world champion. Nothing but power and strength and intensity. One of the most in WWE history, he is truly the animal. That's not a nickname anymore. That's who Batista is. To epitomize the evolution of a superstar, I'm the man. I'm the predator, and I'm the top of the food chain. Batista is back, only in WWE 12. I'm bigger. I'm gonna win your you Thumbs up, thumbs down, Batista bar. Until you beat me, you will never be the man. Can anything stop Batista? No! The evolution of the animal continues. Only in WWE 12.
5: You know, in the world of pro wrestling radio, there's always someone out there who will always try to get under your skin.
7: I want to really drive Andy to the point where he wants to choke me out, Whoa! because I'm going to drive him right off the edge of the cliff.
5: They'll always try, but in the end, it always comes down to the truth.
7: That moment when uh, Silent Rage blows the gasket, this match is
5: over. You know, I'm really just a nice guy at heart, but... Don't piss me off, okay? I mean, come on. The truth is going
7: to hurt someone. Catch your weekly search for the truth right here on the Pro Wrestling Rewind every Wednesday night, 9 o'clock Eastern, exclusively on the SNS radio network.
0: here let's go to our ring announcer
3: the following podcast
2: is scheduled to take you back in time host ring announcer sean buckerman brings you pro wrestling nostalgia featuring classic moments and old school themes so buckle up and go beyond the bell each and every week on the sns
3: radio network it's go time
7: Ladies and gentlemen, I'm here to show you how being a Wrestling News Live family member and diehard listener can change your everyday look on life. Example, here's the brand new commercial from Subway.
0: Hi, Samantha. Hi, Todd. Do you want to be my boyfriend? <laughs> sure. Great. Give me a melt. M- my melt? Yeah, I'm your girlfriend now. Uh, I don't think this is working out.
7: Now let's replay that commercial and show you what Todd would have said to her had he been a member of the Wrestling News Live family.
0: Hi, Samantha. Hi, Todd. Do you want to be my boyfriend? <laughs> sure. Great. Give me a melt. M- my melt? Yeah, I'm your girlfriend now. Shit, yeah, bitch. The hell you think you are? Give my sandwich back, bitch. Please. Better be willing to give me some of that pussy before you get some of my sandwich. Shit.
7: Ladies and gentlemen, this is just another example of how becoming a member of the Wrestling News Live family helps you live a better life.
0: There's only one man that can captivate the world. After seven long years. The Jabroni Meeting. Ah! For the first time in seven years, the most electrified man in all of entertainment, The Rock returns to action. Finally, WWE Survivor Series, live Sunday, November 20th, only on pay per view. Hey, yo. Say hello to the back guy, Scott Hall. You're listening on the SNS Radio Network. Adios.
5: All right, we're back right here on Unplugged. Of course, I am Mr. Money on the Mic, JJ All Cap Sex A. And still on the line, we have the fucking foreign kid, Chris Kelly. And uh, also on the line right now. We have the host of the gaming segment, ladies and gentlemen, give it up for the sensational sequel. Sean, what's going on, dude?
6: How's it going tonight, guys?
5: Oh, it's going, <laughs> going, going, gone.
6: It's going, going, oh, wait, it hit the fence post and it bounced back in. Sorry. It's, uh, it's been a weird week. I'll definitely say that much. Um, I've worked about two weeks straight, haven't had a day off, and I finally get a weekend off and I don't know what to do. So I'm gonna go look for a new car. Yes. Um, I want to play some more Skyrim because Skyrim is taking over my life, which is not good. Uh, if you haven't had a chance to play Skyrim, Skyrim is definitely one of those games that will will inhabit your soul all of a sudden. Um, I, I've, I've seen a lot of posts about it, a lot of bugs, but I mean, I've had no bugs whatsoever. I'm absolutely loving Skyrim right now. And I had the chance to play Saints were the third also, and we'll, I'll talk about that a little bit later on. But let's jump into some news. Well, well now, hang, and, on,
5: hang on a second. You're talking about rim job. I know a rim job will definitely change your yeah. life. But how has a rim job really changed your life, Sean? I mean, explain to us the process, the detail in that rim job that really changed your life.
6: <laughs> what in the world? Skyrim is not a rim job, okay? It is not a rim job. Let's just stop with that one. It's not. Skyrim is better.
5: Skyrim is better than a rim job. Yes. Maybe maybe if you're, maybe if you're giving the rim job, sure. If you're receiving, it might not be that bad. (laughs) Now, I can neither confirm nor deny that I've ever been on the receiving end of one, but I'm just saying it seemed like it would be better to receive than give on that one.
3: Oh.
6: Oh my. This has already broken the rails and fallen off the track.
5: You know what? I'm just, I'm sick of everybody talking about Skyrim. Skyrim this, Skyrim that. I just, you know, I have a life. I, I don't have 500 hours to plop down and fucking play a video game.
6: Well, I haven't had a lot of time myself this week to play it, but when I come home and actually want to unwind for the rest of my day, I actually do sit down and play it for a bit. Um, I'm actually working out a little bit more, trying to lose a bit, a little bit more weight. Uh, because I've got a play to do in February, and I want to fit back into my suit that I wore a couple of years ago. So that's working out pretty well, and I'm doing extremely well on that. So hopefully, I'll get a little bit more time to relax. But right now, with two jobs plus SNS and headlocks the headlines, it's kind of it's kind of taking over a little bit. So I got to relax at some point.
5: So in other words, so, you're kind of a busy motherfucker, is what you're saying.
6: Yeah, I'm busy. I'm just trying to my, I'm trying to do everything I can and not getting enough time for myself. But, I mean, I got to make some money. That's how it comes down. And I'm helping pay for my habit, which haps, happens to be gaming, when I get the time to game. So, yep, that's just how it goes. All
5: right, well, let's talk some news.
6: Okay, well, first news, since I actually did just mention Skyrim, Oh god, not Skyrim again. Bethesda did a contest where if you happen to have a child born on 11, 11, 11 and you happen to name him after a certain word that is in Skyrim you you and your child will will win free Bethesda games for life. Like, you happen to die, your child will continue to get those games for you.
5: Get the fuck out. Seriously?
6: Really, yes. And a couple actually had a child on 11 11 11 and named him this certain word. This Why? word.
5: <laughs> what's, the this word? word what? what's the certain word?
6: What's it, the certain word? It's Who the it fuck is it? Who it's, the it means. F- sh- what the hell are you, American? Crellish. It means dragonborn. Um, it, it, it's really interesting because the wife, the entire time, was thinking do I really want to go through with this? Do I want to do this? And her, every time she thought about it, she was thinking about the future of the child and bullying and all that. And she finally said, you know what? It's, it's a pretty cool name either way, so we'll go with it. His name is DeFonican Tom Kellermeyer. So he's got Kellermeyer to look forward to.
5: Too. Do you know what these parents have done to this child? He's going to have a life full of being bullied being picked on, being beaten up and thrown in lockers, all because some stupid asshole wants free Bethesda games for the rest of his fucking life. If I were in the room with the parents of this child, I'd fucking beat the shit out of them. Are you kidding me? That is the most ridiculous fucking thing I've ever fucking heard.
6: It's pretty funny. I mean, I like the name itself, but, I mean, if, if it wasn't Davonican. I would like it even more. I mean That's um,
1: like saying like that's like saying like for example, THQ will give you free games for life if you name your son Frankensteiner. Or Elbow Drop.
5: It's stupid. Or, you Very know, well. a, a porn company saying, Hey, we'll give your kid free porn for the rest of his life if you name him Pussy Lips. Okay. Think about it. That's ridiculous, man. And the worst part is, there was a video game company Bethesda that came up with this. Oh, name your kid Devonican and da-da-da-da-da. fuck you. That's like that's like Pin Gillette naming his fucking kid. what is it uh, Moxie Crime Fighter Gillette? You know, that's another guy that's going to get his ass kicked the rest of his fucking life. You know what? What the name Bob wasn't good enough.
6: Well, he has Tom as a middle name, so I mean, he could go by Tom for the rest of his life. When that that's kid's eighteen,
5: boss- it can legally change his name. He's totally going to change his fucking name.
6: If it it was me, I'd go by Tom. I I really would. I mean, I'd keep the first name, go with Tom. I'd be fine.
5: You know, that's like, and and I hate to bring this up, but my 14-year-old daughter has a friend. She's from another country, and all I'm going to say is, I'll I'll say her name. Not her full name, but, but her name. Her parents named her, and they're very Christian. They named her Messiah Brings Peace. That's her name. So when my daughter says, oh, I'm going to go out with Messiah Brings Peace. I'm like, so did they name their other kid Savior Does Dishes?
6: That's that's something you would think a, a Native American Indian would, would do. I'm, I'm taking it. She's not Native American.
5: She's not. She's not. I just, I, I don't get that. You know, it's like. What, what do you call her for short? Messiah? I, I mean, how does that fucking work? I mean, it, it's parents like that that I just want to fucking knock the shit out of and be like, you know, fucking name your kid something something that's not fucked up, that's not going to fuck them up the rest of their life.
1: Messiah brings peace. Messiah. Really?
5: I swear to God, I'm not fucking lying. Her name is Messiah Brings Peace.
1: So does that mean that I have to name my my, my or son something with dildos? I mean... <laughs> It would be that kind of level of smartness going about than that. Crazy Americans.
5: I just, I just don't get it, man. I just I just don't understand the name game. You know, I didn't have any desire to name my fucking kid anything stupid. But hey, what you know, it is what it is. To each his own. The sad thing is the parents might think it's cool, but the kids are going to be the ones that have to grow up and deal with the shit.
6: Yeah. I, got, I, got, I definitely want to talk about the Black Friday stuff, but we'll get to that in a second. Um, my next one is Don't get racist, big.
5: motherfucker. Don't, don't even start that racist <laughs> shit on my show.
6: The next big thing is actually something that came out of the UK this week. On the new official magazine for PlayStation in the UK, there was an announcement. This announcement was, Hideo Kojima is working on Metal Gear Solid Five. This is pretty big. Especially when the fact that 4 came out about a year and a half, two, two, three years ago, I guess. And they usually don't announce the next Metal Gear game for a while. I'm kind of curious if this was an announcement that was supposed to come and take place at the Spike VGA Awards, which is December 10th. Which they've already set, there's already a few announcements that are going to be made at the Spike VGAs. So... Metal Gear Solid Five is currently being work- being worked on. Hideo Kojima is in charge of it, so hopefully it's not as long or as much cutscene wise as Four was. Because Who- Four, it was Psycho.
5: Who is hosting the VGAs?
6: I'm not sure. I haven't seen anything on who's hosting.
5: I, I you know what? I so want it to be either Dave Chappelle or fucking Samuel L. Jackson. I would love for Samuel L. Jackson to host the awards again. I loved when he did it.
6: He did it, and I a lot of people thought he fell out of place, but he was absolutely hilarious when he did it. So I don't know. I haven't seen anything recently. Um, if somebody in chat knows who it was, let me know. Uh, we'll, I'll give you props on the show, but right now I just don't know. See, I,
5: I wasn't too impressed with Neil Patrick Harris last year. He just didn't do it I didn't for me. I'm sorry. Last year, unfortunately, you know, I mean, I I like NPH, but he just he just didn't do it, man. I just you know, his jokes came off a little lame. Just didn't work.
6: There's a guy who hosts, um, Jay Moore. He hosts uh, BlizzCon every year for Blizzard, and from what I've heard, he's done a great job every year. It would be really cool to see him come out and actually do that, do VGAs. You know, you do know like and about
5: I'm- Jay Moore? He does a fantastic Christopher Walken impersonation.
6: Definitely. I've, I've actually heard him do that, and he's absolutely hilarious. Since we're talking about new announcements being made, there's a new Killzone game in the works at Gorilla Games, and they're actually working on a new individual property IP and should be announced at GDC in Europe. So expect announcements from gorilla Games about their next IP. But they are currently working on the new Killzone. Killzone is for the PS3, for those who don't know. Do
1: you have anything? Well, I'm working.
5: No, I was going to say, do you have anything sports related? Because I know that a lot of our listeners like to hear the sports
1: related games. Football Manager out. Bye, Football Manager. It's a great game.
6: Unfortunately, I don't have anything game relate, uh, sports game related uh, until it comes to the um, special Friday announcements, because there's a lot of games that are going to be made uh made cheap but i got two two things about call of duty right quick that I definitely want to talk about um numbers have come out for model warfare 3 sales and over, over the past five days that it had been out it made 775 million dollars pretty major because last year black ops made 650 million in five days and model warfare 2 made 550 million Modern Warfare 3 has broke a lot of records, and Skyrim is actually very close behind it, with its sales uh, numbers have not fully been released. But I know that as of Tuesday, it was around 550 million in sales. So, not sure how that's going to go, but uh, definitely looking to see what uh, comes of that, and elite subscriptions have sold 600,000. Uh, Elite is the paid service for Call of Duty that allows you to get all of the um, the DLC actually uh, like 2 weeks early and then instead of paying for the DLC when it actually comes out, you get your copy. You get your Did DLC you know? immediately.
1: For that, I, I I was a tester for that for Elite. And they've actually yet to delete my account and and if they don't, I get the DLC for free. So I don't even own the game but I might get it DLC for free
6: there you go I think uh, they were giving the, the testers free access for a year Three. if I remember correctly so I mean that, that may be what's going on so holiday seasons coming up for Americans we have Thanksgiving next next Thursday and the day after Thanksgiving is the biggest shopping day of the year Black Friday uh, there's a lot of sales going on. I know that consoles at multiple stores, major stores, are definitely going to be crazy. Um, let's see. We'll go with Kmart first. Kmart's console bundles are Xbox 360 4GB consoles with Call of Duty Black Ops, $200. Uh, PS3 360 gigabyte holiday bundles with $25 gaming coupon $300 which is kind of crazy. Nintendo Wii with 25 game $25 gaming coupon is $200. That's all Kmart. And a lot of their games NBA Jam for the Wii $30, MMA multi console 40 bucks, Madden 11 multi console 40 bucks. It seems like they're not really going with the the newer games they are trying to get rid of their old stock, which is kind of stupid for Kmart to do.
5: It's Kmart. They haven't been relevant in fucking 20 years. <laughs> you know, I know. I, I know this because my mother, years and years and years ago, was a manager at Kmart. And hell, back in 1994, I even worked for Kmart in the sporting goods section and the toys and the fucking paint and furniture. And I used to sell guns to people and I used to sell them hunting licenses. Believe me, K Mark's a fucking joke.
6: So Best Buys ad has come out, and they're selling a hundred sixty gigabyte PS3 with a little big planet, my nation racers, and the cars Blu-ray for three hundred dollars. The four gigabyte Xbox 360 with Lego Star Wars complete saga, the Lego Batman, Lego Indiana Jones one for two hundred dollars, and a Wii, white or black, with Wii Remote Plus, Nunchuck, Wii Sports, and Wii Sports Resort or hundred and seventy dollars that's pretty crazy especially when you look at what Kmart was offering compared to what best buy is offering and it's definitely pretty pretty good uh... their games are actually selling it seems like they're really going with a lot of the older games too Looking oh, at yeah, the list i mean they, they got madden madden eleven metal gear solid four guns of patriots greatest hits ten bucks WWE smackdown versus raw twenty eleven for the xbox 360, thirty dollars Tekken 6, the Xbox, $10, Bucks. they are going for a lot, of the, a lot of the old games, too. I don't understand why a lot of companies are actually going for the older games when they could be selling their newer games cheap and selling a lot of them.
5: Because they want to get rid of the existing stock that they have. And what better True. way to do that than to make parents who aren't really hip to the knowledge of what their kids really want, they see these video games and are like, oh... Do you think Little Messiah Brings Peace would would want a $10 Tekken 6? Of course she would. Absolutely. Because it's $10, and I don't know what my kid wants to play.
6: Yeah. Absolutely.
5: You know, her sister's name is Messiah Plays Games. I don't know.
6: Target has their release, and uh, their consoles, they're selling 4GB Xbox 360. You'll get a $50 gift card. That's $200, and the X, the uh, PS Three, this one hundred and sixty gigabyte with Star Wars: The Force Unleashed Two and Prince of Persia: The Blu-ray for three hundred dollars. That's really the only two consoles they're they're selling for a good price. If you buy Assassin's Creed: Brotherhood, Dance Central, Just Dance Two, Star Wars: The Force Unleashed Two, or the new Super Mario Brothers Wii, you'll get a free ten dollars gift card with your purchase. And that's all that Target's offering. It looks like a lot of the other stores are offering about the same thing, except Walmart, who actually breaks it out a little bit. Walmart is selling Batman Arkham City Battlefield 3 for $28. They're selling a Blue Wii for ninety-nine dollars. And if you have it if you want to choose a Xbox three sixty, you got the choice of buying an Xbox three sixty four gigabyte with Gears the Gears three with or with 3 months of Lo- Xbox Live and a $50 gift card an Xbox 4 gig with connect connect adventures and a $50 gift card or a, P- a PS3 160 gigabyte with Ratchet and Clank All for One a Little Big Planet 2 and 3 months of plus membership all for $200 there's your best bet right there is to go to Walmart see if you can get these deals because Walmart seems to have the best deals out of everybody and i mean they're selling Battlefield 3, Batman Arkham City, Infamous 2, Gears of War 3, Call of Duty Black Ops, and a ton of other games for $28. Dance Central 2, Connect Sports Season 2, and Epic Mickey, among a lot of others, are going to be 15 bucks. Connect Sports Season 2 and Dance Central 2 just came out. So, I mean, selling that for 15 bucks is definitely a good way to go for Walmart because they'll sell out quick and get a lot more sh- sh- uh, stock in. I mean, they're doing a great job with getting these games out there so people can actually buy them. Because I know a lot of kids, a lot of parents, like you said, aren't tech savvy, so they're not really going to know what's going on. So they're so a kid's going to write up a list and say, "Daddy, I want these." I don't know what these are, and they're just going to go pick them up.
5: I'm tempted to go buy uh, Epic Mickey since it's 15 bucks for my for my daughter Alexis.
6: From what I've heard, this is a really good game, and I kind of want to buy a Wii just for that, too. Uh, That's all the gaming news I have right now, but I've got a little bit of movie news, um, especially for those who like Doctor Who. Um, I know that on Elite Force Podcast, they've talked about Doctor Who a few times. I've mentioned Doctor Who on the show a few times, and apparently there's going to be a U.S. version Oh, excuse me. It'll be BBC, British Broadcasting Company's version of a Doctor Who movie. Now, they don't know exactly who's going to be playing this, but Harry Potter helmer David Yates is in charge of the project and will be doing the movie itself. But they don't know who will be playing the actor known as Doctor Who. Uh, But there is a Doctor Who movie. There's an
5: actor named Doctor Who?
6: No, 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 Who. Who's, the they character don't know who the actor Doctor who will who. be playing the character Doctor Who. I'm sorry. Yeah, you said the
5: actor Doctor Who. I was like, who the fuck is Doctor Who the actor?
6: See, there probably if, is li- somebody.
5: Now, now listen, Sean, if Walkie or Mindwife were in the chat room right now, and if they are listening to this show, you are going to get an earful from those guys. They're going to fucking tongue lash your act. Well, it'd be like a rim job, so never mind. They're probably not going to do that. But anyway, they'd be pretty upset with you if they heard you talking this shit.
6: I'm not talking any shit.
5: You call Doctor just, Who an actor.
6: I, I messed up and misphrased it. I'm sorry.
5: I'm telling Walkie. Fuck that. I'm telling and
6: as Ashley's flipping out on me in the chat. It, it's the actor who plays the Doctor. It's, the, but Technically, it, it, he is known as Doctor Who because that is what they call him in... On the show, multiple times. So, he is is known as Doctor Who, he's known as The Doctor, and he's known as whatever else. Um, I don't know if you've heard about this, JJ, and this is pretty funny because when I first saw it, I was really laughing at this. Um, Apparently, there is a new movie game in the works. How about a movie for Rampage?
5: Talking about the the one that's got like uh, the big lizard, the big ape, and they're destroying the buildings. Yeah, I oh, see. That'd be they're cool. Going. That'd be cool. They're
6: going to do a movie based on that. Um, apparently, New Line believes the technology has advanced enough for the possibility that the possibility exists to make a smartly budgeted monster movie in the vein and tone of Ghostbusters and an Independence Day. So they're looking at doing Rampage.
5: Oh, no, 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 fuck that, fuck that, see, don't make it like Independence Day, don't make it like the other one, make it like Cloverfield, where you got these people at a fucking party, and you got this big fucking monkey destroying buildings, and this big fucking iguana doing the same goddamn thing, and they're fucking filming it, trying to get the fuck out of the buildings before they're smashed, that's a fucking hit movie right there, that's the way to go,
6: definitely, definitely sounds good uh, the cast for, uh, I don't have this news story in front of me, but I do know the cast for the Expandables 2. Expendables. excuse me. Uh, has been announced fully. A poster was actually posted in the SNS Facebook page. And I'm looking at this right quick. I mean, we've got Sylvester Stallone, Jason Statham, Jet Li, Dolph Lundgren. I'm going to skip this next name because I really don't want to say it yet. But we got uh, KOTOR... Cruz, Hemsworth Jean-Claude Van Damme Bruce Willis and Arnold Schwarzenegger plus one of the greatest actors of all time Chuck freaking Norris are all in this one movie and apparently Stone Cold Steve Austin is back also in this film what do you say to that JJ
5: sounds pretty cool but I'm more interested in the uh, the defendables have you heard about this movie no it's going to star Hulk Hogan and Ric Flair possibly the ultimate warrior Roddy Piper Think about it. The Dependables. Oh, my... You gonna God. go see that movie? I don't know. Depends.
6: No. No. i, I, I will gonna see Immortals before I go see that. But that's all the news I have. Unless you have something that I completely missed.
5: No, I, I don't think that you missed anything. I, you know... Um, um,
6: there is one thing, and I, I... I did talk about this on the Facebook page a little bit. IGN came out and gave... Wwe 12 a 9 out of 10. The the person who came in and talked about it just... I, I don't know what they were thinking a little bit, but they talked about they hated the story mode of it, but they loved how it looked. You don't play a wrestling game for the story of it, you play it for just the play of it. You play it to enjoy the game, and then you just play it for how it looks too. You don't play it for the story. Well, I mean, now,
5: Sean, Sean, I'm let's let, let's hold on a second. Hold, but before you get on your high horse, you're talking about Rich George, the executive editor at IGN, someone who's been doing this job for a while. He's the executive editor, okay. I can understand what he's saying. You might have a different viewpoint, but just because your viewpoint is off of his doesn't mean that you're absolutely right.
6: I I agree with that. It's my opinion. I just kind of wish they would do it. Like another game company did a few, uh, for Saints Row Third, they actually brought in someone brand new who had never played the game before and put them in front of it and let them play. Uh, this person played Saints Row Third for the first time. He had never played Saints Row one or two and sat there and absolutely loved what he was playing and gave him, gave, uh, Saints Row a 4.5 out of five because of just the fact that it was enjoyable, it was fun, it was stupid. I want people to start doing that a little bit more. Put someone brand new in front of a game to review it, and then bring in someone who's more experienced with the games, and then let them review it.
5: But what what's the sense in doing that? I mean, look, I'm not gonna bitch that the guy gave it a nine out of ten, and he had he had some problems with the game that he didn't like. I'm just glad that we did actually have somebody new review the game this year, and it wasn't fucking Greg.
6: Yeah, I, I'm definitely happy about that. So, I mean,
5: technically, you did have somebody new reviewing the game this year. You didn't have Gruesome Greggy or whatever the fuck his name is, you know,
6: True.
5: reviewing the game. So, I mean, you kind of overstepping what you're saying. I, I see what you're saying, but at the same time, I wouldn't want just anybody to come in who's never played the game before, <clears throat> who might not necessarily be a wrestling fan, who doesn't follow what happens in the business, to come in and say, oh, well, yeah, I liked it, but I didn't like this, and I didn't like that. I mean, no, stop that. I, mean, that's, I was about to say, I was like, wow, really? That's that's the whole point of them reviewing a game, is that, you know, again, Rich George is the executive editor of IGN. And I've never seen him review a SmackDown game before, or a WWE game before. If he's sure. done it in the past, you know, I'll give him props. But I'm just sick of, of fucking, you know, Greg Miller getting to review the game, and he shits on it every fucking year. So it was nice to see somebody else get a chance and actually give the game a decent grade. Now, I can understand his complaint. I, I don't have the game in front of me. I, I've not played it, but if you're someone who's into the gameplay aspect and you're in that road to WrestleMania to play and you're getting a lot of cutscenes, it's a lot like you were talking about with Metal Gear Solid. And I think that's what he was talking about when it comes to the weak story is that it was more cutscene than playability.
6: Okay. Yeah. I see where you're coming from with that, definitely.
5: So, I mean, it makes sense when you think about it in that that vein. I mean, I'm just – I'm happy to see that they finally got a game that's almost at that 10 score. So, you know, Tuesday can't come quick enough for me. Or I guess Monday night can't come quick enough for me.
6: I definitely agree with you on that. Uh, Jason just posted a a story in the Facebook group, and I'm going to just give a quick overview on that. I haven't had the chance to read the article itself, but – Ed Boon has teased an unexpected surprise from Netherrealm Studios. What could that be? It could be a lot of things. They could be announcing the next Mortal Kombat game, even though the newest one just came out. They could be announcing a remake of the original game. They could be announcing a lot of stuff. Um, we'll see what Netherrealm Studios has to offer. Hopefully, very soon, we'll see that announcement. But that's all I have. Uh, Dota B 12 can't wait for it. Tuesday. It's going to be a good day. I have Wednesday, Thursday off, and I have to work Friday at GameStop. It's going to be a good week.
5: Well, now, that gives me a perfect segue to kind of talk about some things. Uh, there is not going to be a Wrestling News Live on Monday. Just putting it out there right now. And the reason there's not going to be a Wrestling News Live Monday is because we're going to be doing a Taboo Turkey Day next week. And with everything going on in my life and with Trey's life, I really don't have time to do WNL on Monday and then kind of break in and then do another WNL Taboo Turkey Day on Wednesday. So we're going to save our thoughts from Monday and take them to Wednesday when we record the podcast and it will be available for you guys on Thursday for you to listen to during Thanksgiving. So, I mean, that's that's what we do with Taboo Turkey Day. I just don't see the need in having two shows. Now, as of right now, I can pretty much tell you that I haven't talked with Charles Shane, but I am not planning on doing a Causecast on Tuesday. Main reason being, it's the release date for WWE 12, and unlike Charles, I did not receive a copy. So, I would much rather play the game and know what I'm talking about than go on a show, talk about the game, that I haven't got a chance to play, so I'm not doing a show on Tuesday. Now, that's where it sits. With this being a holiday week, I think that's a a fair assessment. Friday, I will be back for another episode of Unplugged. It will be different show because on Saturday of next week is my birthday. So Friday is going to be the birthday show, okay? We're going to do things a little different. I still haven't figured out what we're going to do yet. We're going to do something different. <laughs> okay? But that's what it's going to be like as far as live shows next week. So, really, the only live show next week it's looking like is going to be unplugged, unless Andy does the Pro Wrestling Rewind on Wednesday. Which How's just...
6: he doing, by the way?
5: Um, I talked to him briefly today, and he, he's okay. He's still a little sick, but, you know, he is wanting to do... Uh, an episode of the Pro Wrestling Rewind to make up for Wednesday prior to us going on the air live on Sunday Night Showdown this Sunday. So hopefully he will have information on that. He got the okay from me today to do it. So I think he's going to do a special or something on Sunday prior to us going on the air for SNS. Nice. So. But that is what it's looking like next week. And, you know, with it being the holidays and everything, not necessarily for me in Canada because, you know, we celebrate Thanksgiving in October. And I'm actually going to be uh, kind of working on Thursday, so I won't actually have Thanksgiving uh, on Thursday. But I plan on spending the weekend, which I'm going to have off, thank God, um, celebrating my birthday and Thanksgiving all kind of together. So the weekend's going to be real chill for me next week.
6: Very cool. Can't wait.
5: But with that said, let's go ahead and open up the phone lines and take a few calls before we get out of here cuz I'm planning on uh I don't know, within the next 20 minutes where I'm I'm planning on ending the show and uh going to bed. So with that being said, the number to call 501-588-7957 if you want to uh talk about anything that we've talked about or you want to, you know, bring up something that we didn't talk about tonight. The floor is yours. You can add Sunday Night Showdown to to your Skype. You can also send emails to jj at yahoo.ca and we will cover those, uh, as long as we get them. So with that being said, the phone lines are now open.
6: So call in. Please. Possibly. Maybe.
5: Well, I know I've got one calling in now. I just gotta, I just gotta get Skype to fucking work.
6: Don't make a smack of Skype. We'll do it. I'll smack
5: it. Crelly, are you still here or did you leave?
6: Crelly is mm-hmm. not there.
5: Well, shit. Call back, Trent. You were just there. So what else has been going on with you?
6: Just working a lot, man. i That's all I've really had time to do what it, is what it seems like. Um, I've missed Raw for the past two weeks because I've been working. Uh, I did the midnight sale last week for Modern Warfare 3. I did midnight for Skyrim. And then I did... Um, the midnight for Saints Row Third this past week, which is like twelve different games coming out on the same freaking day. So, I just I've been working a lot, and I want to sit down and watch Raw, but I don't know if I want to now after reading all the all the stuff from this past week, listening to WNLs. I'm not sure.
5: Huh? So, is the are we still having a stream issue with uh, with Cause WS on our player tonight?
6: Are you, do you mean is it still
5: is it still streaming?
6: Um, it says it's live. Yeah, it looks like Charles Shane's running the stream on the Twitch thing.
5: It's nice to see he's interfering with my show tonight. That's awesome. Thank you.
6: I don't hear any audio though. Oh, I, I just see video, but I don't see I don't see any I don't hear any audio.
5: Whatever it is, what it is, man. Uh, let's go to the phone lines. Welcome to Unplugged. Who's this? What up, man? It's the Pope. What's up, Pope? Uh,
2: not much. I don't know if anyone... I don't know if you know now, but I've officially started working for the devil also known as GameStop.
5: the fuck is wrong with you, man?
2: I needed a job. They were hiring. I apparently fit the criteria for an employee of GameStop, so I took the job.
5: Fuck, I feel like I, feel like I need an old priest and a young priest right now. I need to exercise you motherfuckers. The power hey, of Christ funny. compels you. The power of Christ compels you. Stop working for fucking GameStop.
6: Dude, I don't know if that'd work. I've been evil too long. Fuck.
5: And I, they've
2: been leaving me off schedule, dude. My, like during the day, they've been having me work the midnight. I didn't work I worked the day during the you know, before the midnight release for Modern Warfare. I worked that day and I worked the midnight. Then for Skyrim, I didn't work the whole day. Then I had to go and work the midnight for Skyrim. And then we did a midnight for Saints Row here. And I had to work the day of that, and I had to work the midnight for uh, Saints Row. I
5: thought you was rich, man. What happened to your money?
2: I still have it, but I just thought I'm going to go out and try to make some of my own. Something of my own happen for a while. Okay. I uh, thought I'm not going to live off daddy's money forever, so. Well, if it's there, <laughs> enjoy <laughs> it while you can, man. Yeah, well, I'm looking forward to WWE 12. Now, I'm not going to rub it in on anyone, but I want a free copy of WWE 12. Well, I hope
5: Heyman Hustle does a better job of FedExing your shit than uh, THQ does.
2: I don't know. I haven't even called to check if I have anything scheduled for delivery here, but I did win a free copy of it. I'm pretty happy about that. I kind of pissed the job off because I had to cancel the reserve I had on it at GameStop, so they're kind of mad at me because I cost them a little money. But hell, free copy, sixty dollars—you do the
5: math. Yeah, but you realize you could get the pre-order copy that you have, and then you could take it back—the copy that you get from Heyman Hustle. And get your money back, right?
6: Or he could send the copy to SNS and we give it away as a prize for an event.
5: I, I don't do giveaways. You know why? Because every time I've ever done giveaways in the past, there's always been a problem. So I, I just, I just try not to, I, I shy away from it. I don't want to be responsible for shipping somebody's stuff. I don't want to have to pay an outrageous fucking shipping fee to ship to another country or another continent. I just, I don't do that shit. I, it's just, that's not what I do. Hey, JJ. Yeah. Are you reading the chat?
2: Uh, sort of. What's going on? Apparently, Matt Hardy got kicked out of rehab.
6: (laughs) TMZ.com is reporting that Matt Hardy has been kicked out of rehab after failing a breathalyzer test. Hardy was sent to rehab after a number of incidents that got him in trouble with the law enforcement. and rehabilitation faced facing prospects of jail with... Blah, blah, blah. So he failed a breathalyzer. Good job.
2: Oh, my. Look well, at the grandma. walking the the
5: grandma to be with Jesus. Time to get ass raped. Well, you know, he he did take that uh, very risque picture with Reby Sky recently where they were both kind of nude.
6: And then Bronx had his fun with that picture, too, which is still in the eyeballs.
5: <sighs> no, Bronx thinks he's funny. That's his problem.
2: I didn't even know you could get kicked out of rehab. What I did, I didn't know that.
5: Uh, didn't didn't Jeff Conaway get kicked out of Celebrity Rehab? <laughs> it, it can happen, dude. It can happen. Oh yeah. Definitely. Well, apparently Matt Hardy
2: was dumb enough to get kicked out of rehab, so now he's going to jail. Hey, you know, you know what Matt
5: Hardy and Jeff Hardy both have in common? <laughs> jail time, baby. What is it with those people from North Kakalaki?
6: We don't all spend our days in the jail. I will say that. No, you,
5: you've been fortunate enough to stay out of jail at this point in your
6: life. But I did work for a, or I did work for a police department.
5: I hear you. I hear you. So. Joe, <laughs> <I, laughs> no, no, I'm not no. playing Elvis tonight. No. Fuck that shit. Fuck Matt Hardy. I'm done talking about him. I'm not gonna fucking pay any publicity for that dipshit. Oh man, but Matt Hardy go getting kicked out of rehab. I think I'm done for the week. Like I said, man, people get what they deserve in the end. <laughs> get it? In the end? <laughs> Moving on. Up the pooper. Up the pooper.
7: Hey boy, you sure do got a pretty mouth. Come here.
5: All right, Trey. Anything else, man? No, I'm I'm out, man. Y'all have a nice night. Alright, man. We'll talk to you later. He's out like Lance Bass. Ladies and gentlemen, by the let, way. This, what?
6: I wanna say something real quick. I just got a chance to read some of uh the person who sat in for me at on Monday night, I just got a chance to read their recap of Raw. And I want to say straight up, Ashley, I am going to stab you in the face with a fork, and then I'm going to shove a fish straight up your ass. I don't wear single we'll shirts, but if you but if you decide to wear buy me one, uh, I wear an extra large. Thank you very much, and you can send it to North Carolina. Jerk. Damn.
5: <laughs> so so I, I wow. guess you hear the dulcet tones. That's Ashley. That is his name, not to be yeah. confused yeah. with Sean, who said Ashley was his name last week.
4: <clears throat> um, I'm still confused. I think I'm Shirley Temple next week. Well, I got two uh,
5: guys on the phone that are claiming to be Ashley. I don't know who's who.
6: <laughs> I'm better than um, Ashley. I'm Irish.
4: Oh, I've got Scottish. Her- I've got Scottish heritage.
6: Who cares about Scotland? Can we get? Can well, we not get national Celtic. on
5: this motherfucker? Come on. Irish, no. Scottish, doesn't matter.
6: Yeah.
5: God.
4: Um, <laughs> I don't know whether Sean cares about the other Doctor Who news. What's
3: that?
4: Because having the being over here in the UK, we have a little charity telephone thing in November called Children in Need, and Doctor Who nearly always does a special thing over here for it, and they've announced that you can win the Doctor's clothing. <laughs> Apparently...
6: <laughs> Wait, Matt Smith or David Tennant or who?
4: Matt Smith. Oh. Apparently, his suit and everything from the Doctor's Wife episode from the last season. <laughs> already, already, the auction on eBay is at about twenty thousand <laughs> pound. Screw that. And there is another one which is like some Indian garb that was worn by some motor racing reporter thing, which is already up to a hundred thousand. But then all yeah. the proceeds go to charity, so that's pretty cool. <clears throat> yeah. It is a bit overpaid. And the episode this Christmas is entitled Doctor Who, The Doctor, The Widow, and The Wardrobe. No! What? Well, it seems, to be, it seems to be Stephen Moffat doing uh, another classic book again. Because if you remember, last Christmas was Christmas Carol.
6: That's right. And this
4: time he's doing his own take on Lion Witch in the Wardrobe.
6: That's kind of interesting. I when is that supposed Apparently to come Apparently, he calls his
4: tardis his wardrobe because he obviously doesn't want to tell people it's a time travelling machine.
6: Yeah. When is that supposed to be released?
4: Uh, Christmas Day.
6: Okay, so actually doing it on Christmas Day. Okay.
4: Yeah. So we got The uh, they were saying about the doctor's clothes, there was a weird thing where they said, "Don't press the red button because I've got hologramic." holographic clothes on and that's why you saw that screenshot of him just in his braces
6: I have no clue what you're talking about right now
4: you posted it up somewhere some shot of I don't know god whatever I'm so confused you what, right you now are you talking
6: about the 11 11 11 picture that I posted with him holding holding the Sonic screwdriver to the sky
4: no there was a shot that came out about three days ago
6: I don't just think just I've seen I don't think shot. I posted that <laughs>
4: I don't think you posted it because you were worried it'd be too much like Matt Hardy's.
5: You know the last time I watched Doctor Who? The Doctor was was that uh what was his name? Um the dude with the friggin' afro, Tom uh what, Tom Baker? Tom Baker Tom Baker, yes. That's the last time I watched Doctor Who. <laughs> no wait, wait, I take that back. I caught a couple episodes with Christopher Eccleston. Eccleston.
6: Yes, my first doctor.
5: Which which I actually liked a lot better than Baker. But Baker was the one growing up as a kid, you know, back when I used to watch Elvira, Mistress of the Dark, you know. And then Doctor Who and all the other good stuff. <laughs> good times.
4: It wasn't for heroes. Christopher Eccleston would have done loads more Doctor Who's. Because he, he, he did anything.
6: Has Go he ahead, agreed son. to come back for the... uh for the 500th episode or whatever? 50th anniversary? I don't know.
4: There is this rumor going about, though, that if they were to do a movie or a 50th anniversary special when it comes around to 2013, like in previous anniversary shows, bringing some of the previous Doctors back. So I think you could easily do Tennant and um, Eccleston. Possibly, you know, possibly Baker, but you could de- definitely do people like Peter Davidson. because like, Is Baker before. still alive? Um, e- everybody from Doctor Four onwards is still alive.
5: I mean, that'd be Dang. like that'd be like the first time we went to go see Walt Disney on ice, and they didn't actually have his corpse floating around on the ice.
4: Tom Tom Baker still does the voiceover for um, Little Britain. Oh, okay, he's still eccentric like that.
5: All right, I'm just I'm just confused. I thought he was older than fucking Methuselah. I thought him and Mark the Shark De Carlo used to play pool together. I
6: don't know. I mean, they might they might still they do. Just did JJ. yeah. Did I say pool? I meant pocket (laughs) pool. Never mind. (laughs) Oh, God.
5: Moving on. on.
6: Hopefully Shark doesn't listen to the show tonight.
5: Oh, who cares if he does? (laughs) (laughs) That's it. That's
4: it for me. I can't can't think of anything else gaming-wise because obviously there's nothing new coming out. I seriously am hoping that there is going to be a cheap console in the Amazon UK Black Friday week or whatever they have get something because well considering last time they had four gigabyte um xbox 360s and wii's going for 50 pound which is probably about 80 dollars i think i might have to punch punch punt for one of them
6: uh if you do you want it you want an xbox 360 make sure you get a hard drive with it don't if you buy the four gig make sure you get a a hard drive if you plan on playing online or stuff like that because you can't play online with a 4 gig. So go pick up, if you pick up one of the 320s, you actually, well in America, you get the 320 hard drive. Separate, you can actually get um, Star Wars, The Clone Wars, uh, Lego, which is actually a really cool game. I'm trying to think if that offers on
4: over here in the UK. Probably not. Which is, you know, sucks a bit. I, I, I even got even more pissed when I heard that Saints Row 3 for PS3. Only in America, do they get a free download of Saints Row Two. Why can't? Yeah. Us Brit- Why don't? The- oh, the- I guess the Brits get love because they get Zelda early by you two also, days.
6: I think you also get a special, uh, special version of 3DS over there. I, I-, I, don't, do I don't know. I can't remember exactly.
4: I don't. Know. I don't know who get. I was looking at just some random thing to finish with. Um... I was looking at the Japanese sales figures for consoles, and over the past three or four weeks, PS2 has been nearly selling as well as the 360. <laughs> it's That's cheap. just messed up.
5: It's cheap, man. <laughs> the games are cheap to pick up. You know, it's a starter system. PS2 is what you start your kids on.
4: Or possi- well, probably because all the other companies are Japanese and they don't like Microsoft because they're American. Maybe. They're being loyalist.
5: Well, then buy a PS3. Yeah.
4: yeah. PSPs were outselling PS3s.
5: What the hell? Well, but we're talking Japan, right? Yeah. Those motherfuckers yeah. are on the go all the time. I mean, at least with a PSP, you can fucking play it anywhere. You can't exactly take your Xbox and fucking have your TV sitting in front of you when you're fucking waiting on the train or, you know, doing shit like that. So, I mean, that's that's the whole point of having, like, a, a portable system is that it's an on-the-go kind of thing.
4: Oh, get somebody to modify one, make it portable. I'd love that. That would be pretty cool. Anyway,
5: all right, Ashley, man, okay. thanks for the call. All right, see you guys. All right, all right, let's go back to the phone lines, and I think, I think we've got Mister. I'm not very funny on the phone with us. Bronx, what's hey, up, Mister.
7: Blind? It, Jeff Hart, I mean Matt Hardy gets kicked out of rehab. Really. Really? Go, go ahead. I mean, is the one that like getting kicked out of fucking daycare?
5: I'm waiting for the one liner. Come on, come on. You've been hitting Kelly Kelly shit all night. Come on, throw me a throw me a bad one liner. Come on.
7: I I can't even think of one right now, man. I mean, it's like how the how the fuck. I mean, wow. I mean, when I read that shit in the chat and then went and verified it, it was like. Holy shit. I mean, this guy's going to be spending Christmas, okay? And the only sack he's going to see is going to have two nuts in it. I mean, holy shit. Sad but true. How do you get kicked out of fucking rehab?
6: I I mean... Actually, um, I I will speak up on this. I don't know it firsthand, (laughs) straight up, but they do give you tests. All throughout your time in rehab, uh, drug tests, blood tests, um, breathalyzers to verify that you are clean. And if you fail um, any of them, you are kicked out. You will be forced to leave rehab, and you'll have to go back and restart over. Um, If there are some cases that if you're kicked out of rehab, you will go straight to jail afterwards. There are cases where if you're kicked out of rehab, the judge will give you one more chance to go back into rehab and check it out. But with him, I think he may actually spend some time in jail.
7: Uh, you know, yeah, I, but where did you get the fucking alcohol from? I mean, aren't you not allowed to leave the motherfucker if you're there by court order?
5: Supposedly, it was mouthwash.
7: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, it, it, it's mouthwash. You know what happened? You know, Reebi Sky had an orgasm and he swallowed some of it. I mean, come on.
5: Well, the sad thing is, he goes from mouthwash to whitewash when he goes to prison. <laughs> You know, if he's in prison for Christmas, he won't be singing Chestnuts Roasting on an open fire. <laughs> It'll be like Your nuts roasting on my chin tonight.
7: Or you're nuts bouncing off my butt cheeks tonight. <laughs> oh my god.
5: I know it's god. been said many times, many ways. That shit hurts. <laughs> oh, sucks to be a hardy. Many sucks times. to be a hardy
7: times many ways prostate nope. can penetration to you <laughs> I, I don't know
6: now put a uh, wig on me and call me judy
7: well you know i had an interesting question i know i don't talk a lot of, of gaming but here's the deal and i like you guys would know a hundred times more about this than me you go out and buy an xbox 360 with a four gig hard drive on sale What prevents you from opening a motherfucker, buying a 250 gig or 500 gig or one terabyte hard drive and just putting it in?
6: Uh, Because it's not compatible. Um, Number one, Xbox 360 um, hard drives are not compatible with just regular hard drives. They're actually a lot smaller and there's a whole lot more that goes along to the Xbox 360 uh, console hard drives. The PS3s, however, can take regular hard drives. Um, I know that if I won, I could take my hard drive out of uh, my PS3 and put in a one terabyte and it would work fine. It's just not, not compatible at all. Really? Yeah. Um, there is a rumor and I haven't tested it yet, but if you have a old version of the Xbox 360, the big white consoles, and you want a new, and you bought a new 360, you could actually take apart the hard drive of your old Xbox 360 and take it apart and actually use that that hard drive that came out of the old Xbox 360 hard drive, so apparently that that's possible. I haven't tested it, but I don't want to ruin my warranty by trying it out.
7: Oh no, I understand, but I mean, as far as I know, there's you know three point5 inch, two point5 inch, one point8 inch, there's SATA and there's IDE. I mean, unless they have an actually a custom interface. Well, it may not be a custom interface. It may be that it's formatted with a file system that, you know, is unique to the Xbox. But I just couldn't see why, you you know, you couldn't switch the hard drives. Again, you know, this isn't my field, but...
6: I just know that they're not compatible because of the size differences. I don't know exactly what a Xbox hard drive looks like. I mean, I know what the casing for it looks like and I know all that I don't I just don't know what it physically looks like I don't I don't want to take apart my hard drive and completely destroy it because I mean I got a lot of stuff on it but I mean if I get in if I get a new Xbox 360 and a new hard drive I'll switch everything off and I'll possibly open one up and check it out but uh as of right now I know that the hard drives are not compatible with external hard drives or anything like that um there's a possibility, and there, there's rumors going around about it, massively. The Xbox 720, which is the code name that a lot of people have given it, the next-gen Xbox consoles are um, supposedly going to be cloud computing and will allow external hard drives to be used on the console itself. Um, and after we get done with Bronx, I do, I, I, if we got time, JJ, I want to talk about that a little bit. Um, well, we're
5: actually going to be wrapping the show here in like, like the next couple of minutes.
6: Okay. But uh next week we'll be we'll be talking about the Xbox seven twenty and the PS four. I definitely will say that now. But yeah. I, I I just I know it doesn't work.
7: Wow. You know, I mean if they allow the external hard drives you're talking about almost unlimited. I mean you can you know, hard this is what I mean. I know why they're doing it. They're doing it to make money, obviously. I mean I don't even need to say it because Hard drives have gotten dirt cheap. I mean, shit, you can get a one terabyte hard drive, which is basically 1024 gigabytes for like, you know, 50, 60 bucks now. So, you know, it's it's do they cave in and actually, you know, allow you to do that or do they keep wanting to make the money? You know, it, it depends on the companies, I guess.
6: Yeah, it depends a lot on what Microsoft wants to do. They may even brand their own version of a Microsoft Xbox external hard drive and release those. I mean, there's no telling what'll happen. Um, We've got a, we've got some time before um, community, no, before CES Consumer Electronics Show comes out next year, and I mean they could announce a lot of things between now and then. Uh, We've got E3 next year. There's a whole lot of stuff that's being that's being rumored for the next-gen consoles, that that could possibly be true. But then there's some things that there's rumored about that I, I definitely know for sure that there won't be. Um, so, I mean, we'll, we'll, we'll have to see. Come CES, Consumer Electronics Show, next year, we'll see what Xbox, Microsoft comes out to say. And, I mean, who knows what will happen.
5: Cool. Well, Bronx, is there anything else you want to talk about?
7: Yeah, man, you know, JJ, real quick, you know, I, um, I'm i sorry you didn't get your game, man. I think that's kind of, you know, It, it I, I'm so reluctant to put out what I want to put out there. But it's like if you were the you know, if you weren't the only person who didn't get a pre-release, I would say, OK, you know, it, it's just a jive. But I mean, I don't know why you're being singled out, dude. Maybe it's because you're like me, and you you know you say exactly what's on your fucking mind, and you don't give a shit. And a lot of people don't like that, but
5: you know don't don't let that discourage you. Hold on, hold on. I'll 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 set the record straight, and I'll tell you what happened. Okay, man. It's like this: I was under the impression that this was going to happen a certain way, and that's what I was led to believe. I'm not going to go into too much detail here because I don't feel that I need to. Sure. But it was brought up to me when somebody found out that I was angry. An employee of THQ reached out to me and said that they didn't appreciate the fact that I was angry and it was kind of turning them off and said that if I was in this to get a free game, then I'm in it for the wrong reasons, which I found to be very insulting because on this radio network, I have several fucking shows that I'm a part of that I do for no money whatsoever. I do it because I have passion for wrestling and video gaming. So I was a little bit put out at that remark that my passion was questioned. The fact that I was looking to get free shit. My problem is this. I'm going to be professional about this. On the Causecast last year. Go back and listen to the archive with Brian Williams. Go back and listen to what I said. Said I was excited about SmackDown versus Raw 2011. When I said, I'll be picking mine up on launch. And he said, oh no, you're a made man. You're going to get your own copy. Let's go back to launch. I went out and bought mine. Not once did I ever receive a copy of SmackDown versus Raw 2011. Not once. And this last year was a copy ever sent to me. See, I'm of the opinion when you tell me you're going to do something, you do it. If you're not going to send me a copy, don't fucking lead me to believe that you're going to. Now, let's fast forward to fucking All-Stars. Did I get a copy of All-Stars? Yes, I did. I got it a week later after it launched. Which I found to be pretty fucked up. But hey... I rolled with the punches. I moved on. Charles was on the Causecast with me on Tuesday, and he said he and I would both be getting early copies. I was told that my copy was shipped on, like, Tuesday or Wednesday because it was an international copy. I called FedEx. They had nothing for me. So I got a little mad at that point. I never asked anybody for a fucking dime. I've never asked for anything. But when I'm being told that I'm getting this, I expect it to happen. Now, I'm on the list to get a game. Now, I don't know what the relationship between me and THQ is, is going forward. You know, I had announced last week that I had news about a new show that was coming to the network. That's not going to happen now, simply because of what's just gone on. Wait a minute. Really? You gave them promotion.
7: You spent, let's see, the course cast normally runs between two and two and a half hours. You spent... Two to two and a half hours for what? Five, ten fucking weeks on end, staying away from your family, you know. Bronx. Hold, hold on, hold on. Wait a minute. No, no, no.
3: Doing I, I shit that,
7: that that you could have been doing, and you did all that to save fifty dollars on a fucking game. Really, really? I'm, I'm you know, it, it's like, man, it's like what you know. When I'm I mean, okay, you and I are "quote unquote" friends, and I say that because you know we've never met face to face. But you know that you're a guy I got a lot of respect for. For them to to insinuate that, or unless I'm I'm mistaken, that you you know you want to get you want to get free shit after you spent God knows how many hours doing an e fed on their fucking
5: game, and really, you got to be fucking kidding me, well, now, kidding ho- me. Hold on. I didn't do the EFED for them. it wasn't promoting their game. Now, and Trey and I have argued over this point, too, because he had a lot of the same concerns you did. Charles gets his because he's a community leader, okay? He goes to the events. You know, he's very, very vocal over at the Cause.ws site. He posts a lot of videos, and he really spends his time, you know, promoting and talking about the games, okay? All I do is do a radio show with him every week, On the Causecast. At the end of the day, you don't see Smackdown or anything on my website. So I can see where they're coming from. You know, that I'm not taking the initiative and I'm not promoting. Which is fine. I don't have time to do the things that Charles does. As it is, I'm a full-time dad. And I have other things on my plate. And I do multiple radio shows. At this point in time, I don't care. I really don't. I accept. I accept this. That's fine. I will continue to do what I do every year. If I'm never invited to anything from THQ, fine. That's okay.
7: Yeah, man. You know, I understand what you're saying, but you know what, man? It's like they say, no good deed goes unpunished, and it's like, you know, it. I, I, I just don't know, man. I'm just tired of the whole corporate and, you know, situation in this fucking world. It's messed up, and I mean, come on. On the cause cast, we have more MIBs in the fucking chat room than on the set of a Will Smith fucking movie. I mean, obviously, the show is getting attention from people, and both you and Charles are a part of that. And if other people who are on that show, you know, are going to get copies ahead of time, or if other people on networks who promote and shit are going to get copies ahead of time. You, you know, you definitely deserve a copy. I mean, like I said, man, it's 50 fucking dollars to them pressing a game. What does it really cost them to send you a copy? Five fucking dollars. I mean, I understand that, that you're probably not pissed for the same reasons I am. But I just don't like seeing, you know, guys I respect, you know, being disrespected, man. That's kind of fucked up. So, you know what, man? You know, if you got to go buy a copy, I know you're going to play it because you're hardcore, but... I I won't go any further, man. You have a good night, JJ, Sean. Take care of yourself, brother.
5: Alright, thanks, Bronx. You know, I I will say this. I'm a little disheartened by this whole ordeal. You know, I expected, I expected more out of this than what I got out of it. And again, you know, THQ doesn't owe me a damn thing. You know, I didn't promote them for a game. I promoted them because I believe in their product. And at the end of the day, that's what it's about. And yeah, I'm, I'm a little upset. I'm a little disappointed. But, you know what? I've moved on. It's fine. If I never receive a copy, oh well. You know what? Sorry about my damn luck. But it will change the way that I handle my business from now on. If that means that I drop a show here or there, or I don't fucking do interviews for THQ, so be it.
6: It's just me being me, and I, I, I even told Trey that if he if he wanted a copy of Modern Warfare 3, I would try to get it for him, and he got his own copy. But, I mean, if it was me... Now I got an early copy. JJ, you would have it in your hands as soon as possible.
5: Well, I appreciate I, that, I Sean. Really but, I mean, you've got to understand, just, Charles has been doing this for 10 years, okay? He is part of their community thing, okay? I mean, it is what it is. I'm not going to sit here and bitch and cry about it. I, really, there's nothing more to say. I mean, I, I've made my peace. You know, I was, I was fucking livid yesterday. Absolutely yeah. livid yesterday. Ask my wife. You know, at the end of the day, they don't owe me a damn thing. And I don't owe them a damn thing. Nothing at all. I owe them nothing, and they owe me nothing. And if that's the way the relationship's going to be from now on, that's fine. If I never get the invite to go to one of their events, that's fine. I'm over it. I won't lose sleep over it. I'll continue to live my life the way that I do.
7: All right, JJ. Good night, brother.
5: Good night. Take it. You know, I don't think THQ is out to get me. Let me let me just explain that to you. I don't think that I'm being victimized. I just think that I was led to believe certain things. And yes, they told me they were giving me a copy. And yes, maybe I made the assumption that I was getting one early because that was what I was led to believe. So I guess I'm to blame for that. And that's fine. At the end of the day, it is what it is. I wish them no ill will, but I will handle my business differently in the future. So you got anything final before we wrap up?
6: There, there was a bit, it was a story that I, I read the other day and I, I, this is something I definitely wanted to talk to you about and I, I want to talk about it before I forget it. Um, one of the things Steve Jobs was working on before he passed away um, was he was trying to unite the consoles. He was trying to unite the Xbox 360, the Wii, and the PS3. Because he felt that the consumers were getting screwed over and wanted to help the consumers with, with the fact that he, he wanted them to get one console and everybody would get their money separately. Um, Sony was for this. Nintendo was for this. Microsoft was for it, but they were kind of against it at the same time. And Microsoft kind of said at the last second that they didn't want to do it. Well, apparently, the news rumor was that before he passed away, Sony and Steve Jobs were actually in talks to making the PS3 an Apple product. And, and the fact that it uses an Apple iOS. And because Microsoft is putting Windows 9 on the Xbox 720. What do you think of that?
5: I think it's interesting. I don't know how much truth's behind it, but it's interesting.
6: I've It, uh, it was told to me by one of, like, two other people at GameStop, and I read it on one site, but I couldn't find any other stories about it anywhere else. So that's why I'm kind of curious if this was completely true, because like I said, I haven't been able to find it anywhere else, and if I do, I want to read more about it, because Steve Jobs definitely was trying to help out the consumer, but at the same time, he was he was trying to make it so that everything would work out really well for everybody. So, I'm not, sh- oh, that's not sure. That's loud. Sorry about that. It's okay. So, huh. that's all I've got, man.
5: Well, cool. That's going to bring our show to the end tonight. Well, I went longer than I wanted to, but that's okay. It happens. Again, I want to say I hope everybody keeps listening to the SNS Radio Network for all the programming here. Uh, don't forget another episode possibly of What Would Fans Do or whatever they're calling it this week. I think they're changing the name to why. Why? I don't know. Find out. But that hopefully will be archived this weekend. Uh, don't forget about new episodes of the Elite Force Podcast with William Walkie Walker and, of course, Philip Mindwipe Morris, who officially acknowledged he's not giving me the cold shoulder on YouTube. It's okay, man. One of these days... Me and you, Phil we'll, we'll do a show together It'll happen, I promise um, Don't forget Sunday We're back with another episode A live episode Of Sunday Night Showdown Covering the WWE Survivor Series The Return of The Rock Teaming with John Cena Taking on Miz and R-Truth Monday, there is no wrestling news live I know a lot of you are crying right now It's It's, it's sad, but you know what? JJ needs a night off, honestly Yes, you do You know, I'm I'm trying to be calm and and very feng shui, and you know, after all the rage I've had over the last couple of days, I just I want to take it easy. You know, I just I want to relax. I want to soak in the nice, you know, cold snowy air. Oh wait, I did that all day today. Never mind. I just want to relax. Okay, I just I want I want peace. And again, we're gonna bring you another episode of Taboo Turkey Day at the WNl classic that we do each and every year around turkey time so uh, i think trey is going to be posting something on the facebook page we're going to pick topics from you the listeners on what we're going to talk about on taboo turkey day so that's the way it's going to go down i'll I'll get with trey and make sure that we have all that news to you guys over the next course of a couple days Uh, don't forget before sunday night showdown andy knowles is scheduled to do something with the pro wrestling we'll find out what that is and, uh, again, I will see you next week for another episode of Unplugged with J.J. Sexay for the birthday show. So it's going to be interesting how that's going to that's gonna play out. We'll probably talk about WB-12 and other things. On that note, on behalf of uh, the fucking foreign kid, Crelly, on behalf of the sensational sequel, Sean, I'm J.J. Sexay, and you've just been unplugged. Good night, everybody. We're going to end it with a nice, mellow song of the night. Good night see you next week
6: you for real unplugged for life
0: you my bitter end. Classic. Think of you. Caught up in circles. Confusion is nothing new. Flashback to old nights. Almost leaving behind a suitcase of memories. Time after, sometimes you picture me And I'm walking too far ahead You're calling to me And I can't hear what you say And you say, go slow And fall behind the second hand your face and darkness has turned gray Wash them through the windows those you're wondering if I'm okay The secrets are stolen From deep inside and the drum beats out of time If you're lost, you can look Time after time Time after time Time after time yeah. Town after time, and if you fall, I will catch you. I'll be the way to win. Town after time, time after time, time after time.